Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Xbox Game Passengers Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which was chosen for us usually completely at random. Whether it's a magical or a horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. Uh, At the end of every episode, we'll also be drawing the game for the next show as well, so you always know what's coming up on the next adventure. And yeah, generally, it's me and one guest and been a while since we've had someone totally new um you might recognize the accent uh and see if see if you can guess uh who who this person's associated with but my good friend linda louise is on the show for the first time after uh months and months of being like when are you gonna have me on your show when are you gonna have me on your show so here we go how are you <laughs> i love that intro hi derek <laughs> It's when just the it's just to... the Derek awkward banter that I, I can't help but do anything but basically. Of course, this is a wonderful conversation of you and I who are super <laughs> awkward together. So yeah, um, I am good. I am good. I'm excited to finally be on your right? podcast. Been, yeah. I feel like you've been asking for a long time, so I'm glad we could make something. A long more time. I yes. also like. I don't know. I feel like. You're very interesting as a gamer because I feel like you're you're very, very picky. And I feel like there's a lot of things where you've tried to play together and you're just like, it's shit, it's shit. And so I'm like, <laughs> uh, so I thought a couple things might happen today. I thought that, you know, someone would join the, the Zencaster room and then I would just hear Doogie speaking <laughs> like you'd be like, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Um, or or it'll be like the short or I thought it would be the shortest episode of the show's history could just be like it's shit and <laughs> and that's it like drop the mic and walk away oh, so I am it. looking forward to talking to the to you about the game <laughs> though for sure um I am yeah. disappointed in your disbelief of my commitment <laughs> to you as a friend did you honestly think that I wasn't going to give this my full no, commitment? No, I, no, I just... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that, that you know, full full commitment or not, you'd be like, it's shit. Because I'm very picky. Because <laughs> yes, you're very picky. I have very bizarre standards of, <laughs> of games that I like, and they're completely random and mm-hmm. have no reasoning whatsoever. But yes, I am a very take-it-or-leave-it person. On, on I, that, yeah, like even stuff like, I don't know, like Michaela and Doogie have like 
separate chats and have put hundreds of hours into like Stardew Valley and which is like a universally beloved title no. and, and you're just like shit no I'm not for it <laughs> um, I cannot do pixel content sure. I cannot do I, you know me I am a very visually minded person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um as a creative person and and I, I just can't do it if something is just doesn't click with me visually Mm -hmm. i find it really really hard to to focus on it so yeah that is predominantly the reason but yes i am the person that's like no shit i don't want to give it any more than 20 seconds yeah yeah um so on that note like what just because you haven't been on the show before like what how like are you a big gamer and like what games do you typically gravitate towards and and what are some other shit games that everyone else likes that you hate yeah um I am not a massive gamer. I really only started gaming. No, that's a complete lie. I I gamed early on with, I'm showing my age here, with like Sega and Sonic and, you know, the platformers that we all had in the early early times, in the before times. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I really enjoyed that um, as a teen. And then I really got back into gaming when I met met Doogie um and Halo was predominantly something or shooters that are something that we can play and just Mm -hmm. have fun and and mostly to be honest just to take my frustration out on Mm -hmm. manically shouting at people not on I've been on the other end of some of that yeah I don't I don't do it on headsets I'm not on the mic I just unless it's like friends that I'm playing with so I don't abuse people online just to just to be be completely clear about that (laughs) but I do love to scream at the tv when I'm playing online with folks just the way people do with sports you know if you're watching American style football or football or soccer or whatever yeah I do love to get that tension out playing that but other than (laughs) that um I just really enjoy games that are fun that don't take themselves too seriously Mm -hmm. and usually something that is visually stunning Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I don't have a particular genre. I do like some, you know, I've played like Halo shooter games. I've played like Skyrim, which I think is one of the most visually stunning games mm-hmm. um, there has ever been. So I just kind of enjoy a bit of everything other than Stardew Valley. Um, <laughs> aside, and <it's> really... <laughs> from, aside from like Halo type games, like what are some favorites for you? Um, I, I like I like fun games like Overcooked that you can yep, play with okay, friends. Yeah. Although I don't understand why I torture myself with these things because they create they give me so much tension sure. and anxiety yeah. that uh, I, I don't understand. But it's like one of those things that you torture yourself with, yep, right? Yeah. Um. So I enjoy that. What else? I didn't know you were going to ask me this question, and I should have been smarter and thought about I th- that. I th- didn't I tell you before we started I was going to no, ask you this question? No, okay. You didn't. No, okay. No. So this well, is sometimes your fault. you sometimes when you're on the spot you give the most honest answers. You know that is very true, especially me, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I think you avoided having me on the show. No, you like, no. You're just going to be like, it's shit. I didn't play it. I put it down. It was rubbish. I put it in 10 minutes. Played it for 10 minutes and it's shit. I I did not play this game for 10 minutes. I played this game a lot longer than 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So I, I... I gave it a full a full run. But yeah, no, I just like games that are fun, something that you can enjoy with friends or family or mm-hmm. your partner. And I think that for me, that's what gaming is about. You know, like my brother is 12 years younger than me. Sure. And I used to love playing Halo or Call of Duty online, you know, in group yep. chat with him and his friends when they were like 15, you know, which yep. 
is it was really nice bonding for us because you know we we enjoyed playing those things together we learned from each other he he learned about my rage for people online <laughs> yes. And, no yes yeah, so so yeah um i just like things that are interactive and fun mm-hmm. i'm surprised we haven't played more halo together like i know we we played a handful of times when halo infinite came out but then I think like everyone just stopped, like everyone played it for like two weeks and then just stopped playing and it hasn't gone back since it feels like. I think the heyday of getting great games online, unfortunately, in that community has gone mm. unless you're one of the hardcore, you know, diehard fans that you yeah, have your yeah. groups and you have your folks. Yeah, that's um, But yeah, but Halo was in our wedding vows. So I know, yeah. and I got married because <laughs> it's, it's one of the ways we bonded as a couple, right? Totally, like we, which is so, so cool. Me. Yeah, he introduced me to like gaming again, and and yeah, I really, I just really enjoyed it. And yeah, as I said, like it was really nice because, um, I then I used to game with my brother as well, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the same kind of time frame and his friends, and um, it was it was a lot of fun. We yeah. had a lot of fun as well. How do you feel about Fortnite? I feel like Fortnite is visually appealing, and there's a lot of really cool characters in it. And now there's even a, a no build mode where you don't actually have to build anything, which always like felt insurmountable for myself and which is why I put the game down. I feel like that seems like a fun group game that we can maybe play together. I absolutely agree a hundred percent. No, it's not shit. I actually (laughs) loved Fortnite. I would sit and watch. I did try and try myself, but it was the build mode that because of my anxiety when I'm gaming and my anger when I'm gaming. My I'm gonna call it my therapy. My therapy (laughs) in gaming. Um yeah, Fortnite, visually stunning great mechanics i've just really and you know i'm not a diehard gamer so you know i don't necessarily know all the context of every mechanic or you know i couldn't pick everything apart but i think sometimes that's a really interesting way to look at a game from a different perspective Mm -hmm. i just really i really enjoyed it i actually sat and watched doogie play it for hours and hours Mm -hmm. but build mode just killed me when i tried myself it was just so stressful and I think you and I are similar in that way. We're, I think we're competitive folks. And I think if we don't grasp something immediately, it can be a real barrier. Um, more so for me, I just tend to be like, no, right. if I'm not great, I'm going to put just this al- It just always felt like, like, especially in the later game, you know, you the instant you see someone, like within two seconds, they're like 100 feet up. And you're like, I've placed one wall and one ramp in that period of time. And you're in a giant tower. And how does that even work? Yeah. But now there's a no build. Now there's a no build mode. So we could play. Yeah, and we should try it. Yeah, yeah. You can also should. get there's a John Cena skin now, too. We could play the oh John Cena. God, yes. Yeah, the skins were wonderful. What a clever, it's, clever it's, concept. I don't know if you've looked at it lately, but it's like there's like Master Chief and John Cena and <laughs> like spider-man and kratos from god of war and like literally like basketball players and like it's the weirdest like marvel uh, it's everything everything is in there now it's wild i mean gotta make gotta make that money (sighs) gotta make that that money money. so much money yeah (laughs) big marvel money yeah um yeah no i i think it would be interesting to go back and revisit um i do really like the freedom of expression um and i did enjoy you know everything visually about about the game i just Mm -hmm. think yeah I, I think I would be really interested to go back in and see the no build mode and yeah. see how that if like if that attracted me more as a player to to invest my time in that. Let's set it up. Yeah, let's, set let's it up. do it. Today we're talking about something else, though. Today we're talking about a game called The Forgotten City. Um, yes. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into it, um, <laughs> do you want to read the synopsis for us and uh, so, so we know what it's about? Sure. So the synopsis is, The Forgotten City is a mystery adventure game of exploration and deduction and a reimagining of the critically acclaimed mod that won a National Writers Guild Award and racked up over 3 million downloads. Combat is an option, but violence will only get you so far. Only by questioning and entertaining uh, sorry, only by questioning an intertwined community of colourful characters, cleverly exploiting the time loop and making difficult moral choices, you can hope to solve this epic mystery. Here, your decisions matter. The fate of the city is in your hands. So, what did you think? Let's, uh, well, we'll jump. Uh, this is a, like a short-ish, like very, very story-heavy game. So, for the first chunk of the show, let's mm-hmm. you know, give us your impressions on on what you thought of the game overall. Let's try to avoid spoilers for those of you that haven't played the game. And then at some point we'll be like, hey, spoiler time. And then yeah. and then we can say whatever. So what did you think of the game? I am very conflicted about this game. I think this game had a lot of potential when I started playing it for something for me to enjoy visually. It was beautiful. Uh, but as I explored the world more... Um, it just really frustrated me, uh, which I did not expect when I started playing it because I was pleasantly surprised when I started playing it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. I like to chat to people. This will <laughs> be cool. I like to hear about history of the world and solve mysteries. And yeah, it just uh, it just took a curve for me after about four hours. And mm-hmm. uh, it went downhill from there. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really conflicted about this this game i didn't hate it i didn't love it um would i pick it up again i don't know i don't know part of me <laughs> has been dreaming about it for the last five days oh yeah yeah. And, <laughs> yeah like i hate when i can't solve something or i hate when i can't like immediately yeah mystery i'm just like oh yeah, okay yeah. it's very story driven it's very like oh what did i do wrong there how do i solve that yeah. how can i be smarter uh, why am i not being smart but yeah, um, so yeah, definitely on the fence for, mm-hmm. it wasn't a clear it's shit. It wasn't a clear, <laughs> I love this game. It, I, I just have a lot, a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Lot yeah. Of thoughts. I really thought this game was fascinating. Um, I would say this felt like one of probably, I don't know. I have a very, 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 very bad memory uh, in a lot of aspects. And so I, I was going to say this, this felt like one of the most like memorable experiences probably that I've had in a while. Um, and I've, I've spent the summer not playing a lot of games. Um, yep. Just like, I don't know, it's hot out and, and maybe that's been part of it. But just like no. picking it, you know, I want to play some games. And then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, I'm not into this. But yeah, this absolutely. game, like I started it not knowing too much about it. And then kind of for maybe like the first half an hour or something, because it, it it I think it talks about it in the synopsis, but it's kind of like this like time loop adventure mystery thing where you're trying to figure out what's <laughs> it shoot us. Yeah, like it what's shoot. happening and, and how mm-hmm. to like, you know, get to get all the information from all the characters so you can figure out like the best path forward, basically. And and mm-hmm. at first I was like, I'm not like it just didn't seem interesting to me. And then as soon as you start talking to the characters, like the world was just fascinating. And I don't know, like I ended up like getting to the I, I finished the game like in two like two sittings because I was just like I just wanted to get there like and that's the second you know the second sitting it was like I think that's when I played most of the game and I was like oh I'm gonna play for I've got like 45 minutes until I got to do this other thing and then I ignored the other thing and just just played the game until I finished it and 
was like, shit, that was great. So I really, really, really liked this game. And, uh, uh, you know, technically I, I had issues for sure. And it's clunky at times. And, and yeah. some of the way, like the way that the conversations are like presented felt very like dated. I felt like just in terms of the way that they looked and, and felt in a lot of aspects, but like, like the, on the other side of the presentation, I thought like the voice acting and stuff was really good. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like like technically, I didn't like it looked it looked good, but there was a lot of clunkiness to it as well. And it and it actually, I don't know if you know too much about the game, but it actually like was like d- started development like shortly after Skyrim came out, and is oh. and was developed for years as a like mod for Skyrim. Like it runs on the oh, Skyrim okay. engine, and um, it wasn't until like it was you know finally later released that they basically the the guy who made it. I think the mod was developed by like one person um, mm-hmm. in, and it took over 1700 hours according to Wikipedia. Wow. Uh, and then after the mod came out, he actually quit his job, hired a few other people to form the, the developer and mm-hmm. then took four and a half years, like turning it from a, just a, a mod for Skyrim into this like standalone game that you could play type thing. And um, yeah. which is so cool. I feel like you don't see like a lot of these like tiny, tiny, See, you know, I think even at the beginning of the game, it presents itself and, and says like this was primarily developed by like three or four people or something yeah, like that, absolutely. which is wild. Um, yeah, and it's it, awesome. It, yeah, yeah. You have you said you have a lot of thoughts. Is it like story thoughts? Like, should we just throw the spoiler warning up now? Uh, I, I, I think we just we just have to get into okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah, so it is a super story focused game. If you are interested in the game, I, you know, it's a handful of hours long, and I thought it was like gripping throughout i i for me it's like uh, like a, a must play game but if you are interested in playing it it's i think it's on game pass for pc as well so like you can play it across xbox or pc and it's for, available for available for purchase uh on pretty much every other platform including nintendo switch um well. yeah if you're interested in it like skip ahead a bunch because we're gonna jump into the story and uh you know I, I, a lot of what made this game interesting was the story and how it played out and the surprises along the way so uh, yes. There's your there's your warning, and uh, <laughs> you're you're free to speak now. Your content warning. Yeah. I, w- what do you want to talk about in content? Like f- with the story, do you want to you just break the story down, or you want to just hear my thoughts on the overall story? Just ju- whatever comes to mind. Like just, let's just jump into it. Yeah. I mean, I really, as I said at the start, I I enjoyed. You know, I was a bit confused at how the game started. Sure. Uh, I have to say, like going straight from you know, the sort of like mystery of, yeah, you're, you're just, somebody's just pulled you out of a river and then going into this forgotten world mm-hmm. was fine. But then I have to say, like at the start of the game, I was a bit confused because I kept doing everything wrong and committing sins because I'm yes, just that right. type of person that <laughs> likes to um, challenge, yeah. <laughs> challenge people. And then I kept getting looped back. So that was frustrating for the first couple of hours because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I spent the first, I played this game for quite a long time. I played 15 hours of this game. Oh, wow. So it was a long time. Um, and I I went in and I was kind of like, I'm, I'm just kind of going to go for this and, mm-hmm. you know, chose all the, the, the things of, you know where the where the gods were unhappy with you and then you had yeah. to run back to the time loop before they murdered you yeah and all yeah. the people um but i felt like i was caught in that continuous i mean obviously as a loop game but i felt sure. like at first for the first couple of hours i really couldn't get a handle on 
what sort of path I was supposed to be taking. So that that was very frustrating for me at the start. I didn't mm-hmm. do any. So I, I think I died like three times at the start in the, my first two hours of trying to get information from folks and find out what yeah. the kind of premise of the game was and what was my purpose there as a human. And uh, then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to say like these things and we'll see what happens. And, and then I kept dying. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to take the the good route i'm going to be a good human <laughs> yeah. and i'm going to be you know devout and wonderful and and i'm going to do all the right things and see all the nice things and then that did not get me anywhere so yeah. i was just like i hadn't seen like i know it's a very story driven game i had asked lots of questions i had spoken to everyone i had found out sure. about their stories but i felt at that point for me i think where i came into conflict with this game is there was no clear markers because you get so many different quests and side quests and there was no clear narrative and Mm -hmm. I know for a lot of people that is what's wonderful about games like this is because they're like hey you can you know you can go and talk to this person you can do this little quest discover it along your own path yeah basically and you can make model choices Yeah. yeah but for me in in this game I found out that I do like a lot more structure than I've Mm -hmm. So I think for me, I was like, okay, I've got like 19 quests now. I've (laughs) asked all the questions. I've done like little parts of everything here, there and everywhere, but I don't have a clear, obviously your clear directive is to leave the place that you're in, Right. right? Yes, yeah. But I just didn't feel like there was a clear narrative that was driving me to get to the next step. And at that mm-hmm. point, I had played for about two and a half, three hours, and I had to just put the game down and mm-hmm. be like, I want to give this, because obviously it's your podcast and we are friends, I want to give this a commitment. And sometimes I think you can make a, I am very bad for making like a momentary judgment of mm-hmm. things, especially creative things and being like, nope, that's not for me. Right. And then I was like, I want to give this, you know, what it deserves. These people spent a lot of time producing this creative content so i want to give it what it truly deserves so then when i went back to the game a second time i was like okay you need to decide <laughs> you just need to decide on where right. you want to go with this yeah. so i don't know what your thoughts are on you know that yeah. kind of conversation yeah for those that aren't familiar with the game it basically like as you mentioned it you wake up and you i think you don't really remember much and you but you wake up on the side of a river and basically someone's pulled you out of this river and um you you like they tell you that there's someone else that's gone into this cave and so you go like follow them so that you can you all can leave together and then you end up finding this like ancient city basically and and um it's and like you go back in time essentially and so this city is under like it's like the perfect city or something there's no crime there's no you know it's beautiful and ornate and there's golden statues that are creepy all all across the city and um you basically there's like 23 or so people that have at different times ended up in this city and and now they live there and um the basically it's there's no crime and there's no anything and the only rule is that like like there's the golden rule basically which everyone tends to everyone follows out of fear and it's that if anyone like 
you know, the, the basically so the sins of the one will like, what is it? I wrote it down. Fall on the many or yeah, something like, like the that. sins of the one will fall on the many or something. And, and so if someone commits a sin, then everybody dies. And that ends up being super true because <laughs> the first time I died, I accidentally, I, I think I grabbed like a potion or, or some sort yep. of like, yeah. And I, was like, well, he's not looking. The guy, the guy that I'm stealing this from is not looking, so it's probably fine. And then, like, yeah. and then, and then, like, it basically, like, you hear this booming voice that basically repeats that, like, sins of the one type thing, and and all of the golden statues come alive and just start like killing everyone, basically. Shoot you with arrows. Shoot you with arrows, and and so you have to like run, try to run back to like the place where you started um, in the city, and then you kind of then it loops back around again. And which can I just interject here? Yeah, Sorry yeah. to put you off your floor. No, no, but. Did you, this city, I, I don't know how many times I ran through those streets, but every time I was like, where am I going again? <laughs> like, I could not remember the map. It was the most mm. convoluted, and I couldn't find a map in the menu. I don't know whether that was just me not given that that time. I don't think that there was a map in the menu, and I, I got... I don't know. I had trouble for a bit and then it got kind of, then it sort of made sense once I was like X amount of loops through, but where it got hard was that like the map, I was fine with the map, but not knowing, I didn't know where people would be at whatever time. Yes. Just randomly. Yeah. And that's what was kind of confusing. Cause I'd be like, you know, I generally like, I kind of played it like, you know, this loop I'm cause you get, quests and side quests and it's all about like learning about the people so you can like figure out who might break the golden rule and there's like a a vote that's going to happen for like who's going to like rule the area and so you're trying to figure out who everyone's voting for and and see if you can like sway votes uh for for somebody else um if that means that like the golden rule won't be broken so there's all sorts of stuff to like talk to you know there's someone that's been poisoned and so you have to like try to convince someone to give you what can heal them basically and there's all sorts of stuff going on and it seems like all sorts of relationships between these 23 people and that aspect i really really liked but yeah it was like i i generally played it like i would start the loop and be like my goal this loop is to finish this mission and if i still have time or if if other stuff happens along the way that's fine but i want to like clear this thing basically and so then i would just focus on that but then i sometimes wouldn't know even though it's the same every time i wouldn't know like where a character would be and so i i'm running around forever at that point like trying to find a certain character i think that's probably where your experience is as a person playing these style of games comes in because because there was no clear structure and it wasn't like time sensitive I, I know you were in a loop and things happened throughout yeah, the day yeah. and no matter what you did the election came so you had to try and fit in these quests sure. to yeah. you know get the other person nominated for magistrate or whatever I understand that but I just feel like other things that I've played that are similar in narrative you know you knew you had like you have four main purposes and then you have you know 20 side quests and you can choose three side quests depending on how you want your character to evolve, how you want to, you know, experience that journey through the world. I just felt with this game, which I think is why I'm so conflicted on it, was just for me as a person that doesn't necessarily, you know, think in that structure that you do, like this loop, this is my parameters, this is what I'm going to set myself, these goals. I kind of am more of a free player. So I was just kind of like, I'm going to have conversations and I'm going to see what people want oh yeah they want to find out the common things that brought them here why did they all end up here okay I'll go and do that like obviously if I speak to all these people they'll tell me 
in their stories the common things and then I can take that back to that person and be like oh yeah these people all came here because of x y and z do you know what I mean so Mm, yeah yeah but I think with the the narrative the story and I know that this game has alternate endings but I just felt like no (laughs) I just didn't feel like I had purpose I think my purpose was like I want to commit my time to giving this game a good run because I am mm. genuinely going to do a podcast on it, and I sure, don't sure. think I don't think I would have committed that time um, to it, which I think is in a way is really sad because I think sure. the more that I played the game, the more I enjoyed certain aspects of it, and I enjoyed the journey, and I enjoyed the story, and I enjoyed the education and the history of Greeks and Romans and the Egyptians and people that came before, and how you know their deities and gods were all derived from totally yeah. similar lore. I loved that. That world was colorful, and obviously you could tell the the team had spent a lot of time doing research, and they wanted to make it. You know, they wanted to educate you on you know maybe these things that you don't know about unless you're a historian and I really love the color of the world and the color of the people with their little stories and how they got there but I just I just felt rudderless I think that was mm-hmm. I was just like running about all over the place for like right. hours and I- I get that. I feel like I often struggle with I often struggle with like open world games because I don't feel like you know i don't enjoy the just like driving around the city or like walking around and like seeing what you find type thing like i want a quest or a mission to go on and so often Mm -hmm. i struggle with those open world games because of that i don't feel like this was like this game was like small so i don't feel like it was like a super open world game but i definitely feel where you're coming from i also thought that like i don't know separating it into like the individual stories of the characters some of them were so cool and interesting and like like disturbing in some ways. I don't know if you did the one where you go into like the the mansion or, or the temple or whatever yeah. that the lady had locked herself in yeah. where she's like that peeling. was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the all of these gold statues that this one woman has has for I can't remember how, but she's realized um, that they're are people inside of them basically and so these are people where the you know the previous people that lived in the city or whatever like they they broke the golden rule and so they've all been turned into statues and so she starts peeling the gold off of them which is like horrendously painful for them and then they're all like creepy and like they walk weird and they come after you and like stuff like that yeah and that's the weird thing about this game is like all the creepy whispering yeah and i'm like is this one voice is this different people like and yes i i did enjoy the fact that they gave you helpful hints and tips and you know like i definitely did that but i cannot remember any of these folks names because they're all oh yeah yeah yeah. and i don't remember how to pronounce them i should have maybe phonetically written that down it's fine yeah yeah, like there was some amazing storylines and i love the fact that you know you had to you know essentially kill i got the golden bow and you know i essentially killed these creatures and went through you know the back tunnels to get up to her Mm -hmm. um and i like that that it warned sorry to interrupt you i like that it warned you at the start of that too like it was like if you don't like action or horror elements like feel free to skip this chunk like yeah i like uh that they gave you because that's like i would say that's the most action focused it's not it's not an action focused game but that's the most like action focused piece of it and i love that it like because i i do feel like this game because it's mostly like you're walking around and it's conversational and it's almost like a puzzle type game in that you have to figure out the order to do these things to like get to the next step. Like I feel like it is more approachable for people because of all of that. Um, But, but you know, people could then struggle when they get into these combat sections or whatever. So to like 
to like give you that heads up, I thought was really a neat touch. Yeah, um, we, we love a content warning. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, seriously, especially, you know, I am a person that we talk about this all the time. I don't watch horror movies. I sure. watch. I watch psychological drama and crime in context of, you know, the story, but I don't do gore. And this, for me, was quite gory. Obviously, I made mm-hmm. an active choice to go through that section because I was intrigued by the combat. Yeah. I, wanted, I, I knew that this was going to be a combat moment. And at that point, I was so frustrated by asking questions and getting nowhere, really. Sure. You know, I had several texts and several boxes of different, you know, quests, but mm-hmm. I hadn't. I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm the sort of person that's like, I just want to finish that and finish that. And at that point, I hadn't I hadn't gone about things in the right way for it to gel together enough. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this because then it's going to give me something to focus on. And I really enjoyed that moment. And then I did, uh, you know, one of the other sections towards, because I, I ended up in ending number two. Okay. So I did a little bit more combat later on. But I think the the struggle that I had at that point I was. I did feel like I was playing two different games. I, I felt like that point that I had like failed because I was like, "Oh, I've been running around chatting to these people trying to solve puzzles, and actually, I've missed the point. Mm. I should have gotten found this place sooner and got to the content of the game. This is the game, and I had played for three hours at that point and not got any combat. So mm-hmm. I think for, as a player that's not necessarily used to these style of games, I was just very confused. I was like, wait, what? Like, okay, there's gold skeletons that have skin peeling off and I've killed them and my bow is wonderful. Great, <laughs> love it. Oh, yeah, we can make things in a golden climb up. Yay! But then right. I was like, I've spent four hours, you know, nearly four hours just wandering around having conversations that yep, I don't yeah. feel are a cohesive, like narrative, a cohesive story. Sure. So I think that was my frustration at that point. That's but I fair. Think the, yeah. the individual aspect, yes, great. I really enjoyed yeah. the combat. I enjoyed the bow. I enjoyed, you know, the the underground world was beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're right. The mechanics were clunky sometimes. I had little moments where, you know, the, the screen freaked out. There was some oh, things yeah. that were weird. Yeah. Well, it was but, just annoying, like, the when you, I don't know, like, the whole start of each conversation where it, like, takes, like, two seconds to, like, zoom in oh. on their face, basically, and then they just, like... <laughs> you yes. know are kind of lifeless in the way that they're talking yes like, uh-huh. yeah I think, yeah yeah and i think i I think i didn't realize because i was getting frustrated at myself for being like why aren't you solving like you're you're a smart sure. person why aren't you solving this quicker mm-hmm. i think at that point i was just very focused on like being like okay we've had this conversation four times like is it gonna <laughs> when is it gonna prompt another question because i've oh, only yes, done yes. that i've checked that box when is right. it gonna give me the narrative that i need to get the thing from you that i want <laughs> yeah so, that's fair yeah so, i think yeah. maybe i i because you're talking about it as like a complete story and i think i i looked at it more like the individual stories i think mm-hmm. and that's maybe why i had more enjoyment out of it and then like yeah. and then it's kind of like bookended by like this interesting beginning and this uh quite interesting ending depending on on the ending that you get but mm-hmm. like between each one is like I, it was i think the story for me it was the story of each character and some of them were better than others some of them i don't remember at all i think my yeah. favorite one was the 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 one we spoke about with the the lady like peeling apart the statues because just because yeah. it was like so unexpected and just like disturbing basically and as you are going through this like mansion which is kind of like it, it's like creepily set up and there's all these bodies and stuff everywhere yeah. and, and sometimes one will jump out at you so it's kind of like a like a almost like a horror aspect to it but there's also these like 
audio log slash like journal things that you find. And yep. she talks about like the discovery of what's underneath them and like how, you know, she's kind of like uh, conflicted about it at first, but then she like keeps doing it. And it's just like, I thought that individual story was like the, that was the best like aspect of the game. I think like yeah. it, it just was so unique feeling and like creepy and disturbing and, I don't know. I think for me, if we had gone into her world and then I don't know if there's several alternative endings from the mini stories in the game, I'll call them. Sure, like yeah. she 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 survived. She lived in my world that I was in, you know, like so and and the statue, the person that she'd peeled off the skin that she was, you know, distraught about, um, I ended up saving them by making them gold again. Oh so, uh, yes, yes. So I felt like I would have been interested for, you know, her to continue that that story. And, you know, if she was involved in the, you know, the conspiracy to take the, you know, Centilla, the the magistrate's daughter, I I expected that because she was alive at the end, I expected her to be a bigger player in the game. I expected her to be part of the other conspiracies that we were seeing, you know, with the voting and with the missing people. So I think for me, yes, the way you experienced it and the way I experienced it was very different. I felt it was very disjointed, Mm -hmm. although the individual stories I can appreciate had color and they had joy and the, you know, some of the narrative and the writing was wonderful. But then I did feel like some characters were just who were forefront. It was just like, oh, hey, yeah, this is my story. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. And I'm like, why? Why be? just be someone in the world like there's only like 12 people here like why do we have this person like yeah yeah you know can they not just be a bystander that we know mm-hmm. that on the way past like the barkeep like i don't understand like i don't know what journey you had but you know i obviously went and paid the thousand coin and okay she gave me the hemlock and i was yep. just like and then after that people just kept saying oh yeah she's involved in this but she just stood at our bar the whole time mm-hmm. and didn't venture out into the world yeah yeah and if you depending on what you say to her as well like she'll because there was, there was one loop that i had where i didn't realize it until after i had already talked to her but i needed to get some like information from her but the mm-hmm. things that i had said to her made her like mad at me so she wouldn't talk to me anymore yeah. um and so then i like couldn't couldn't move forward with that quest or side quest or whatever until like the next loop started and and then I could talk to the other person first before talking to her type thing yes um, where I got stuck in the crux of she was just mad at me all the time because it was in the same <laughs> loop and then I was just like I can't like no I'm not going to spend my time on you because yeah yep. you're not going to give me any other answer I'm going to go and focus my time on something else yeah yeah so, yeah ending wise you said you went for this you had the second ending was that when you free Centilla? Yes, it's when you free Centilla yep. and then she murders her father by setting him yes. on fire, which yeah. I did enjoy because <laughs> he was a horrible human. Right. Yeah. But also I just like I w- basically I was in the middle of I had the person elect the new person elected. I cannot remember this person's name. It starts with a G. Can you remember? Galerius or something? Galerius, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep, keep wanting to say Garrus, and I'm like, no, Linda Lee, that is from a completely <laughs> different game. Um, yes, that person with the G will just say that. Yeah, um, yeah. Who's like the first person that you meet and is kind of like yes, uh, who's your friend your, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your kind of guide through the game, terribly, yeah. 
ter- a terrible guide. They would never <laughs> pay for that at Disney. Um, so anyway, my point is, like, you know, I'd done all the things to get the people to vote and have the majority, and then I accidentally, I don't know what I did. Yeah, I just decided to go into the the oh my god what is it the the latrine what's what's the other word for it what did they call it in this into the tunnels mm. under underneath yes i can't I remember the, the also can't remember. word for yeah, it yeah. but yes um like basically the sister i think they, it was the cistern and the upper cistern so mm-hmm. I, d- I just decided before that i'd been in a loop where the gladiator had threatened to kill me if i had gone in there and i was like oh no i don't want to do anything bad because i had died so many times in Mm -hmm. the first few loops because i was like just being like oh i'll just like this person i'll just take this ball and then i was like okay you're never going to get anywhere by doing that so try and be a bit more (laughs) measured in how you like interact with people in this world don't piss everybody off yeah and so i just never went into the cistern so i was about to get the priestess to call the election and then I decided, do you know what? I'm here. I'm just going to... They had had the conversation, the gladiator and the priestess had the conversation where she was going to call the election because the person had been nominated. And then I was like, I'm just going to go into this cistern and if he kills me, I've done everything that I wanted in this loop. So I'll just go... I don't know. I was just like, I'm going to go for it. Yeah, yeah. And then I just happened to come across Scintilla. Mm, okay. And I was just like... So I fell, I fell into it. <laughs> I didn't. E- I wasn't even on. Don't get me wrong. I found out, you know, that she was in a relationship with the other person, and we yeah, managed yeah. to. I managed to get the. Oh my god, I can't remember that person's name either. But I mem- managed to get the young person to not kill themselves, to not commit yep. suicide. Um. So you know, I had completed that part of the story, and then I, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go into the sister, and I'm, g- and she was just there, and then she was just like, yeah, you and me, let's escape. No concern for her love of her life apparently Mm -hmm. she's like yeah that's just you and I leave (laughs) so that just happened in like two minutes and I just felt like the game ended before Uh, I'd even got the opportunity to like finalize the things that I'd been working for hours on so it was just very frustrating yeah that would be I like for myself I pretty much had like nothing left to do and like no Ah. quest left aside Mm. from like figure out what happened to to Santilla so for myself I felt like I had already seen everything else and then then I went you know and then I found her and went into the endings and and made a save right before I found her so I could go back and see the other endings as well Mm, that's interesting see that's where your experience (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they were like like one of the you know there's like four endings to the game basically and one of them you can get at any point basically which is just if you kill um oh my god what's the magistrate guy's name uh starts with an m Oh, Maliolus. Malerius. Yeah, yeah, Maliolus. Um, uh-huh. He, if if you just kill him, no, that's the guy that's running. That's in the election. Sentius. Uh, yes. Sentius. Sentius. Um, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, you can just kill him, like at any point. I guess once you get the bow. Um, yes. Yeah, so how you, you can, can just him. shoot him and it yeah. just goes to the ending. Be- yeah. Because then, because the whole thing with like you're trying to escape and to do that, you need to create a paradox so that you never could come to this place. And the easiest yes. way to do that is to kill Sentius because yeah. he's the one that opens the portal in the first place. And yeah, obviously, if he's dead, he can never do that. I thought that was funny because it's just like yeah, super simple and like you're always 
it's always there. It's always an option. And it's just like, fuck everyone else. I'm getting out of here type thing. Yeah. That just for me, I just, that just frustrates the hell out of me. I'm just <laughs> like, why, why, why are we yeah, doing all yeah, these yeah. things? I only did that because I was like, I wonder, this was like, I think I had seen two out of the four at that point, And I was like, I wonder yeah. if you could just shoot him and what would happen. And I think that's, I think that's why that ending exists is just for like, it's not meant to be like, unending but it's like oh if you're gonna try this like here's yeah. your shitty ending basically totally yeah no and I, and I get that like you know when when we create we make different decisions and I can respect that I mean I had done a lot of the quest the main quest I think I'd done all the main quests as well so it wasn't like as I say I played this game for 15 hours so mm-hmm. it wasn't like I and I did it in three separate sittings and the reason I played it for so long is I was so frustrated with it that I was like there must be more than just these conversations because Mm -hmm. I wasn't as I say I wasn't giving myself clear goals to be like oh I'll complete that and then I'll go to that until it got to the point where I was like okay I need to do this more structured I need to think about this a bit more so I had done a lot of it I didn't do like you know find out who the person who's gonna commit the sin was for the magistrate or anything for Sentius I didn't do those kind of smaller quests yep because I was kind of like well somebody at some point is going to show us that they're going to do it eventually so i think that because that like basically you can tell him it's going to be any of the other characters and i think i think that that's like purposeful in that based on what you're hearing from all of the characters it could legitimately be almost anyone and so i think it's like i don't know i think it's like supposed to be ambiguous like that which i thought was interesting Um, because there's only a couple loops where I actually told him it was going to be someone I just yeah I I found that that was almost a bit without a real purpose other than to be ambiguous which maybe I just don't enjoy that kind of mystery part of it to be like oh it's open ended it could go anywhere you know they could write another game that comes off that story you know and that's coming out in four years I just (laughs) I just was like not not committed at that point yeah, to yeah. that part of the narrative so uh yeah it was it was a struggle for me at that point i was just like okay let's get through this what do i need to do next to find it <laughs> to end I just want to stop playing yes. i have felt like that about games on this podcast and it's which like, was sad it turns it into it turns it into a chore basically and and that takes away from it for sure yeah and it really was a chore and you know i think the reason i'm so conflicted about this game is i do think it has a lot to offer and i think Mm -hmm. i can understand why it was done in the way it was to give you know some structure but not too much structure and a little bit of the open world experience and a little bit of you know the dichotomy of one style of game as opposed to the other i get i get that i just think it was a bit rudderless it was a bit if you did if you're not a person that's like i'm gonna go in with my clear objectives into this game like i think it it leaves for a very frazzled sure anxiety experience so yeah I yeah like I I said I went through and saw each ending and the fourth ending which is considered like the canon ending I guess the fourth ending is wild I don't know if did did you like go on YouTube or anything and like watch I did not I did google it it. yeah I would go on YouTube and like watch it because it's wow yeah it's so interesting like it's I don't know it like feels like it changes a lot of Things like for you, you end up in yeah you end up in space, but before that it's super interesting because you basically like learn that like 
so you know so many other um uh civilizations have like come first come before, and been in this yeah. exact same place yeah, and build that. yeah yeah and build up their city and it's all copies of each other and everything like that and see this is the thing that frustrates me though Derek right I had three of the four plaques yep and I was on path before I accidentally discovered Scintilla. Mm, sure. And, you know, like, after I, you know, I'd had that, because um, Diggy was watching me play the last of it, it was basically like, oh, well, well, maybe I should go back and, you know, try and do the big ending. But I was so frustrated at that point that you could almost stumble across the other ending of a game. Right, yeah, yeah. And I understand in context now I had completed those tasks. So, obviously, I was going to, you know, it opened up the door for me to have those alternative endings. But I didn't, I, I went into this game completely blind, completely like, and I like to do that because I want to yep. give, I don't want to be, you know, swayed or, you know, yeah, I don't want to be swayed by out, outside influences. So sure. I didn't want to know anything about the game. I didn't know I had alternative endings. I didn't even know that when I looked, when you meet Karen or Karon, you, at the start, you choose your little journey i didn't i just picked the one that i thought i was like oh i barely remember anything right i didn't know you could get a gun i didn't know <laughs> until i googled oh, it afterwards yes, yes so i was like oh i could have had it yeah I, I each, appreciate... yeah each like story has like a one yeah. benefit i can't remember what one i even chose it didn't feel like i had any benefit yeah and i think what frustrated me at the end i was like oh no, I can understand that it gives you a slightly different journey but it, my ending i was just like yeah i had it just felt like it was it could have been so much more but I was so frustrated at that point mm-hmm. that I was just like I've given lots of time to this and yeah there's been wonderful moments but there's also been terrible moments and I just <laughs> I just am not the person that will go back to things sure again and again you know so I think that was my my frustration with the overall game, which makes me sad though, because I think you know what you're what you're saying sounds really cool. It sounds yeah, like I would, right. have, and obviously, well, not obviously. I met I met the person who you you know was Egyptian and was protecting their plaque and yep, his yep. plaque, and you know he was like, oh, there's another plaque with that I want to destroy that has you know writing that I can't identify and I was like mm-hmm. well obviously there's some other beings there's something out there there's a history that you know these human people are not privy to there's some other culture there's something else and right. we all know the stories in our you know our world of you know how did the pyramids get built you know is it extraterrestrial life you know if you want to believe conspiracy theories or <laughs> you want to get yourself into that you know that whole conspiracy so uh, that's obviously like with ancient you know in the aztecs as well with ancient lore there is that oh it was there help from ex- other existence right. so i think you did have little nuggets of this could potentially be that in the game it just mm-hmm. never it never panned out for me yeah yeah it's i again i would i would say look up the last ending because it's wild and like so yeah. i don't know like it doesn't I feel like it almost didn't fit the rest of the game tone wise, but it was so out there that I was like, this, so this shit's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you like, you're basically trying to convince a God that like the rule is stupid and that he's not better than you. And like trying to like use logic to like, you know, make <laughs> him think differently. And then it, yeah. for me, I think, I think it could work out, but for me it didn't work out. And then I'd like run away from him. And oh. then eventually like, I, you know, I end up getting, I end up, you end up getting out. And obviously uh, for us, not if you haven't played it, but like Karen, who's the lady that pulls you out of the river at the beginning is actually like 
Karan or however you pronounce it, which is like yeah. the, the ferryman of the dead. Um, yep. and, the and so there's like yep. so much mythology within it and, and you and all of the people of the city end up yeah. getting pulled out and you're in present day. Um, and like you end up like talking to all of them, but they're in like, they're, they're in they're, They live in like modern times now. And they talk about like how amazing that is and what they're doing. And it's like a really neat way to like, close the story on the characters and it's like something i never with the rest of the game and how it played out i never would have expected it but those conversations are very interesting and and that ending is just whack I think. yeah and i really liked it yeah yeah it's so interesting though because i was i almost threw it through the controller at the tv <laughs> by the end i for me my ending was you know i met up with al again which i don't understand al's purpose in any of this story uh just was like it's completely pointless and mm. my narrative ending because then he was like oh hi i'm al i don't remember anything i'm gonna block up this door oh you go ahead and speak to the person and then they turned into the ferryman and i was like okay yeah i understand that this is the underworld fantastic and then they were like, oh, you had these two coins out, left out of a thousand coins and only so many people get picked. And I'm like, but isn't it your job to like ferry everybody in your culture to the underworld? <laughs> I'm so confused. Why is it only a thousand coins? Why only yeah, a yeah. thousand people? And why these shitty people that don't have yeah. good stories? Right. And then just at the end for what happened for me, she was like, oh, yay. Al came and then she pretended that she was a no- normal modern sure, woman. Sure, sure. And then she was like, I'm just going to take you back to your world. And I was like, why? Why have I done this whole thing? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, why am I going? I'm dead. Like, give me some sort of right. other fun underworld to go to. Like, I will take the death. Just give me it. Like, I don't understand. I didn't get the museum. Yeah. Because I Googled afterwards the alternative ending. So I didn't get the museum with the people and the interesting stories but also that frustrates me as well because I'm like I only survive with me and Scintilla and then I read this plaque where she was like oh I'll make you so proud of me and I was like Mm -hmm. I'd seen you for four seconds and then you murdered (laughs) your father and then you were like oh a bright light and then I'm back with Karen so I don't understand and now I'm alive but I was dead before and I don't want yeah I don't know what's happening it's a lot of layers it's a lot to unpack yeah I think the thing was, I I get layers. I just felt like, for me, it was just very much like, oh, yeah, you stumbled across this ending. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, here you go. Yep. Wonderful. Okay, bye. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, especially if you weren't. Yeah, that would have been put a sour taste in my mouth too like if you weren't expecting so it to be the ending and then all of a sudden yeah. it's over and you're you yeah. were like in the middle of doing something else and and now it's a done type thing yeah and sorry to interrupt you but it was that way where something like you know this open world you're like that's fine i can go back and go back to that other thing that i was enjoying and all those quests i took hours to complete and i never yeah. got to see any fruition for so i can go back to those and be like, oh, cool, I'll complete those now. Or I can choose to be like, no, I hated that. Or, oh, that didn't, I didn't enjoy that experience. So, I'll, you know, I love this. I'll go back to that. I'll play that game for hours. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, for me, because it wasn't open world, it was slightly open world, and it was almost felt like two games to me. I was a bit like, I did all this work for to just get taken back to my time why right i don't understand so so yeah that was my my frustration with the end of the game <laughs> so, so yeah so it's shit no it is not kidding. shit 
which is why I'm so frustrated. I'm still yeah. frustrated with it as I'm chatting to you. I'm remembering more things that I was sure. frustrated with, and I, I think some of the some of the as we've talked about the the storytelling and was wonderful, and we both enjoyed that. You know, wonderful gory moment in the <laughs> locked palace with the crazy person, but at the end of the day. It just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to keep me, keep me motivated. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not enough to go back and try to finish, try to get the other endings and stuff. I mean, the frustrated person in me that likes to, you know, the competitive person in me wants to, but the person that is also like, no, I'm not giving you any more got, of my time. I got better stuff to do. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to give you any yeah, more of my time. That's fair. That's fair. I almost <laughs> like that. Like there's, I feel like so many of this, so many episodes of this show are like, I can't recall how many times, we, like, not that I think we're entirely opposite. Like I liked it a lot. It sounds like you liked aspects of it, but overall yeah. um, you wished a lot of it was different, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It makes, I think feel like it makes for a more interesting conversation when it's like, yeah, a, a little bit opposite like that. So um, and I think obviously when you have alternate endings as well and you when it is a sort of free play in the sense that you can navigate the world in the way that you want to, that is an interesting story overall. Yeah. But I think when you have one ending that's super magical and then or one experience that's super magical and one experience that's less than, it's kind of sure. like they should be, you know, concurrent and then we should have you know, as well, a thought out, colorful, enjoyable narrative at the mm-hmm. end. I feel like I yeah. almost got shortchanged. Yeah, and now yeah. I'm mad at the creators. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to go back and finish the big ending yeah. that you wanted everybody to have. Yeah, like the, yeah, the quality of them does feel different. And it's like, and even just like, you know, the, your ending and even the third ending, which is basically you don't save Centilla and you choose to like, save everyone else instead or mm-hmm. go get everyone else yeah um rather than just saving this one person like they wrap up fairly quickly like it's like yeah. a five, five minute thing whereas the the whole like going through each temple after you like or going through the temples after you put in the like uh, the plaques, plaques and then uh-huh. the um the conversations that you have and then you almost have to do like another loop and then the whole museum thing like it was probably like another 45 minutes like it was yeah it felt substantial and it felt like an ending whereas I agree. I don't know that, you know, it ended, but it didn't feel resved as it no, does with the fourth there ending. Was, there was no resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There I was feel just, that. yeah. So did you survive in the fourth ending as well then? You survived and you went to space, you said. Yeah, yeah. You go to space to talk to like the god that made the city and, and um, he's got like his wife or or love interests like locked up for some reason it, i finished it a while ago i can't quite remember but um yeah yeah you go oh yeah because it's the god they tell you about in the game yeah steals, and she's actually the one that's been whispering person. to yeah. you through the statues and and sh- and he doesn't oh know god. that she what what's that <laughs> just like of course of course it's her they yeah, tell you yeah. about her in the game and yes. it's like who's this person that's whispering <laughs> all the time and that was not rev- sorry i'm just venting yeah. my <laughs> frustration at you now but yes like and that's the thing that you know sorry to completely hijack your, no, no, your ending good. story i think that's the thing that frustrated me i was like i did not find out who was whispering was it scintilla mm-hmm. it didn't sound like her voice which i and segue i do agree that the voice acting was 
fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, you know, when the story had a lot of color and a lot of purpose, I really engaged with it and enjoyed it and enjoyed the actors as well. But yeah, like, I, I never resolved who was whispering to me. But yes, they tell you about that god in one of the little stories. You know, they, they kidnapped one of the, um, one of the daughters, or I can't remember the, the whole story, but and then he took her to be his bride. So that's why she's locked up, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it was Pros, Pro, Proser, Prosperina or something. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, yeah, you do learn that. And yeah, it was just a, I thought that was a really neat way to do it. And I'm glad I saw through that one. Cause yeah, if I had just, you know, got the ending you got, like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel super resolvey, just, which just... I don't think that I wreck, you know, cause I played through each of, you know, I was like, okay, I got this ending now reload now do the next one. And I, don't think that I ha- would have thought that without having this conversation. So, and so maybe you know, maybe that's just the enjoyment for the creators, though, that it is so divisive, right? That yeah, sure. Depending on you know, you could just you could be the second choice in the menu and take the gun, and then you know, you could shoot the magistrate in the head and have the super quick you know one hour game experience or two hour game experience. But maybe that's that's the purpose to you know create that division and conversation and you know but it just uh, didn't work didn't work for me <laughs> <laughs> that's okay that's okay do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share or should we uh move on and draw the game for the next episode uh, I'm, i have notes i'm gonna look at my notes yeah yeah can i get my 15 hours back so um there's a rebate you can apply for i think mm, i feel like because you and i are good friends I feel like I gave this a lot of commitment because I yeah, love, yeah, I appreciate love and that. respect you, and uh, I I'm, I just want my fifteen hours back of good gaming time now. So maybe we should play yeah, we're Fortnite gonna play Fortnite. Then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. And uh, I will not lose sleep hopefully over this game tonight. <laughs> so yeah, I hope not. Just put on some true crime stuff and you'll forget all about it. Yeah, what I will say though, um, I think it is a game that if you're intrigued by you know the narrative and by the story and uh, you like you know these style of games that you know have a little bit of open world and a little bit of combat it's definitely worth a visit I would be interested to hear other people's thoughts you know on it but yeah I I think definitely give it a play if you're intrigued and I would I would love to hear your thoughts <laughs> yeah definitely cool well I'm gonna go ahead and uh, draw the next game then All right, so my next guest, who, which may or may not be your husband, I haven't asked him yet, but, um, you know, he's a good <laughs> guest, and, and, and we haven't had him on in, like, two or three episodes, you know, so we're overdue. Oh. It's going to be between a game called Bug Snacks uh, and a game called The Outer Wilds. Oh, that's a hard one, because Bug Snacks really got, gripped me there in the title, and I can see <laughs> some sort of cute animation that I would enjoy. Um I know it has. Is it? Is it? Which one do you want to watch more? Is that? Is that what the the choice is at this point? Oh, I'm no. I will go in the other <laughs> room and watch a sh- show from my long list of shows that you have given me to watch. There you go. That I keep being like, I'm going to watch this, and then you're like, Have you watched that yet? And I'm like, No. I'm like it's been <laughs> six years. Oh, it has to be Bug Snacks. I'm so intrigued by that title. I'm going to immediately Google that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that's great. I, I've played a little bit of Bug Snacks when it because it, it launched on PlayStation Five. Um, nice. You know when the, that console came out, and I played a little bit of it, and I won't say anything about how I felt right now. But uh, <laughs> I I dropped it very quickly because there was other big Ooh. games that came out at the same time. Oh, but oh. Uh, I I'm I am intrigued and looking yes. forward to giving it a shot. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Did you have a good time? Would you do it again? Or uh, I, was 15 hours the, too much? I had a great time. I think it's always good to open yourself up to new experiences. Absolutely, and, yeah. You know, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever done a podcast before either. Oh, really? Yeah, which is funny because I'm a musician. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I've done a lot of live streaming stuff and yeah, done some Twitch and things like that. But I don't think I've ever done a podcast. Well, thank you for having me on. I hope that I spoke clearly enough when I get very excited and animated. I think you did. I think you did. I had a, I had a lot of fun. Yes. And yeah, I, d- I did enjoy the experience actually of being committed to something different. Yeah. Because as we talked about the the start of the episode, I, I am a love it or leave it type of person. And sure, I totally. make, make quick judgment calls. And I think yeah. it was interesting to see. How if you just were like, I'm going to play this game on my own. How long would you have played it for before putting it down forever? that's a really hard one I definitely played it for about two and a half hours at start and I was so frustrated and bored then but just having conversations and hadn't really found you know the big quests Mm -hmm. yet or some sort of direction I do feel like I would have been frustrated enough to be like I need to go back to this and figure Mm. this something of this out whether it was me that was just going about this directionless and all wrong or that it was the game was terrible, that did intrigue me. I was like, is this me being inexperienced in these types of... Because, you know, because it was a time loop and I had never played sure. a time loop game before. So I was like, is this just my inexperience or not? So, yeah, I would definitely... I would have definitely gone back, I think. I would have been intrigued enough to go back. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I really enjoyed it being on your podcast. Thank yeah, you thanks so for the chat. I appreciate it. Yeah. Always fun. Awesome. This has been another episode of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. You can hear us right here or wherever you get your podcast on the first of every month, not every month, but most months, you know, sometimes I need a break. Uh, You know how it goes. If you like my voice, you can also hear me every most two weeks on the Geekscape Games podcast. Just head to geekscape.net or search Geekscape Games wherever you get your podcast. But yeah, thank you again, Linda Louise, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, And we'll be back in one month with Bugsnacks. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 